picked Jerry Judy, drafted him over Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley. Judy is the wide receiver one in Denver. Russell Wilson's QBR while targeting Judy was 110. The Wag Me Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Colin Garini and Nick Musto. So first mock of the year, how does it feel, Nick? I love it. I, I Mock drafting is, I think, more enjoyable than actual fantasy football. Like I get to experiment with all these different teams, guys I may not have in the actual fantasy season. It's, it's fun. There's no pressure, and you can just yeah. say, screw it, I'm going to draft this guy because I like him and he's got cool shoes or something, mm, you know, cool name. So you had the first overall, I had the eighth overall in this draft, 12 team, three wide receiver PPR league. Let's go round by round in this baby. You start. Yeah. I had the one Oh one. I didn't really think twice about it. I've never been a CMC owner in my life, which I think is kind of crazy considering I'm in 15 leagues a year and been doing this for as long as I can remember. Um, Christian McCaffrey was my first pick. Again, I didn't consider anything aside from him. I might have like flirted with a thought of Justin Jefferson, but CMC, I wanted the running back position. Um, his situation in San Francisco is beautiful. We saw it last season. Um, I really like going running back early, even though this is a three wide receiver league. I think it'll give me the opportunity to take shots on wide receivers later. He's basically a wide receiver when yeah. you look at his receiving stats. Oh, yeah. Before we really get into this, this is a three wide receiver draft. I said it. Oh, you did? Come on now. (laughs) Skipping it over. All right. So I pick CMC 10 out of 10 times. Love him. Uh, Just best talent. Going down to the eighth overall, I got Cooper Cup. And I thought about going Travis Kelsey here. He was available. Thought about going Bijan Bijan Robinson. Got to work on my pronunciation for his name. Yeah. But Cup in my mind is still the wide receiver one. He was a record-breaking wide receiver in 2021. Averaged the most points per game last year before injury. No regrets in three wide receiver. You got to fill that deep position. I I want to agree. Still a wide receiver one. But it, like if you're given the opportunity to take Justin Jefferson, oh, take Cup, exactly. taking Justin Jefferson man. exactly. Even though Cup, if if things go the way they should go, he will finish higher than Justin Jefferson. Give me my moral victory, man. Yeah. Let me just say he's a wide receiver one. Hey, you can say it all you want. So wraps around back to me then at the 205. I doubled down at wide receiver. Went Stefan Diggs. Note that Amon Ra went one spot ahead of Diggs in this mock. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah, I, I was very surprised, but it's bots. So yeah, true. But I took Stefan over Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, CD Lamb, and I think that was the right decision. Went two wideouts in our league last year, three wide receiver league, uh, first and second round. Left me vulnerable, went down the same rabbit hole here. Uh, slight gap between the next tier of backs, I felt like. Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Javante Williams, Dalvin Cook, Najee were all on the board. No regrets, two top five wide receivers. Thought I made the right pick. Yeah, you definitely got the best player available there. Um, does it concern you at all about... Stefan Diggs unfollowing the Bills and deleting all of his Bills pictures on Instagram. I feel like we find a new <laughs> player every week to say that about. He just wants more money. Um, all right, I'm up next at the 212. Um, the turn to the third Got round. The turn. Yep. 
And I went CD Lamb here, and I was very happy to see him make it back to me at the end of the second. I think that's fantastic value. He was going earlier than the end of the second last season, and I think that his opportunity is even greater this year just because he's more solidified as the wide receiver one. Um, He'll look to follow up his first wide receiver one performance with a stronger year. Um, Dak is hopefully going to remain healthy for the entire season. Adam Devonte Adams and Tyree Kill went just before my pick on CD Lamb, and I I think that I'd rather have CD over both of them. Maybe well, not Tyreek. I'd rather have Tyreek, yeah, but I, I agree CD over yeah. Tay this year. All right, and then I was up next again, of course, because I'm at the turn start of the third round. I'm going to kick it off with my boy Najee <laughs> Harris. Um, I love the idea of shoring up my running back position early with two studs. Um, and I believe Najee will return to elite status this season. I think last season was a bit of a fluke. I think the offense does improve a lot, and I think Najee will kind of be undervalued heading into fantasy season just based off the poor performance that we got out of him and the entire offense last year. Look, Pittsburgh, I'll admit I'm a Pittsburgh hater, but they were in quarterback turmoil going to a rookie last year, first year without Big Ben. It's definitely going to be an improved unit for 2023. Yeah, something that I, I, I'm debating this pick, whether I should have gone Najee or not. I passed up on Garrett Wilson and A.J. Brown here, and I could imagine a, a team with CMC, C.D. Lamb, and Garrett Wilson. Um, but I took Najee Harris, but I wish I would have passed up on him. I could have gotten Dobbins or Miles Sanders as my RB2 at the end of round three or beginning of round three. End of round four, sorry. I don't think that would happen in most real drafts, so those guys aren't falling that low. Yeah, I mean, hey, it was a mock draft. If they were there, I should have taken them. Take them, baby. So 308, third round, first two picks, Cop and Diggs got two top five wide receivers. Needed a running back here. Took DeAndre Swift over AJ33, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Alvin Kamara. Love Swift's upside in Philly. Right pick, given my first two guys. Had I taken a running back in the first two picks, this wouldn't have been my pick in three wide outs or three wide receiver lead. Would have went Keenan Allen or Devontae Smith or Chris Olave. All are great values as a wide receiver too, um, but that's how the cookie crumbled to me. Went Swift. Again, not regretting this. I know you might think a little different than me. Yeah, it's too early for me to be in on Swift in, in Philly. I it, I mean, look at the history. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but if you just look at the history of running backs in Philly, it's not good. There's great games. There's great stretches, but like there's a lot of absence. Like he'll have weeks where he posts just duds and he's your RB1. It's not, I probably would have gone, I like a little more consistency in my RB1 instead of a boom bust guy. I probably would have gone Sanders or Aaron Jones over Swift here, but I mean, the upside is there. Can't argue that. Love the upside and our wrapped around at the 405 with his quarterback, got the Philly backfield on lockdown, even in three wide receiver league, um, went Jalen Hurts and I'll make this pick every time at the 405. Most points per game at quarterback last year, 25.6 points per game. Such a great positional advantage. Top 12 quarterbacks average 20.1 points per game, and it's hard to make a five and a half point per game difference between Hertz and the average starting quarterback in fantasy. 
Yeah, I have no negative comments about that pick. I love Jalen Hurts. Probably going to be the QB one this year. Falling down to the 412. Yeah, back at the 412. I'm up. I got so far Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, CD Lamb. A three wide receiver league, the wide receiver options are thinning quickly. So I figured I would just figure that out for me right now. I took Mike Williams um, since I needed to shore up that wide receiver two position. I'm set at running back. I really wanted Amari Cooper to make it back to me. However, he did not. Um, went just, I think it was the pick before me, and I got really mad. I remember recording. Um, <laughs> yeah, but other options available were Chris Godwin, Drake London, Debo. Uh, sorry, they weren't available. They went right before Williams. But I think that Williams was still the pick over guys like Debo, London, and Godwin. So I'm glad that Williams made it back to me. Um, finished strong last season, averaging 15 points per game over the last five games. Um, but then I 501 just kick off the fifth round. I started the, the round with DJ Moore, shored up my wide receiver three position. I'm a Moore hater more than anyone, I think, but I really do believe that there's upside with this switch to Chicago. Um, we haven't seen Fields support a wide receiver one or even a wide receiver two yet. Or three or four. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Darnell Moody was good two years ago, but I think like Andy Dalton played most of those games. Yeah, I just I think that Fields is settling in. The offense is going to be better. I think that Moore could just volume his way to. I mean, he's my wide receiver three. I don't hate DJ Moore as my wide receiver three. No, respectable player. Not sure about his fit in Chicago. Don't think I'm going to be sexy over him. Um, I went a bear associate former bear in the fifth round so really need my rb2 at this point fifth round can't camp on it any longer took david montgomery grand opportunity even while splitting with jameer gibbs detroit running backs scored the most points inside the red zone last year uh among running back units top 24 back every year of his career now in the best offense he's ever been in no regrets drafted him over james connor Rashad White. Um, I think he's a solid RB2. Might even push DeAndre Swift for my RB1 role. Yeah, I mean, we talked um, last week about the running back situation in Detroit. Monk, we're, and we left it off by saying both these guys could, Gibbs and Montgomery, could easily see fantasy relevance. So I don't hate the pick at all. That's a great RB2, I think, especially considering your receiver situation. And he's a little bit more consistent, I feel like. Than Swift, so to have someone uh, level out that boom bust, I think is necessary as my starting duo. Six oh five wrapped around back to me. Um, need my wide receiver three at this point. Pick Jerry Judy. Drafted him over Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, Calvin Ridley. Judy is the wide receiver one in Denver. Russell Wilson's QBR while targeting Judy was one ten. Sutton, meanwhile, Cortland Sutton. 69.7. So we're talking about uh, Judy was significantly better than Sutton last year. I'm all in on Denver's offense under Sean Payton. I think Jerry Judy will be a fourth round pick come training camp. Great value in this mock draft. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with taking over Evans. I do not agree with taking over Calvin Ridley. Yada, yada, yada. Calvin Ridley. I, I think Calvin Ridley returns to Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Christian Kirk over Calvin Ridley. Next question. Negative. Um, all right. At the 612, I wanted to short my QB situation at the time. The the options on the table were Justin Fields and 
uh, Justin Herbert. I went with Justin Fields, the two Justins. I went with Justin Fields. Um, although I think I may regret this pick. I wanted, I saw it. I saw I had DJ Moore. I saw, you know what? Why don't I? Justin Fields, prolific last season over a multiple game stretch, running for like 150 yards a game, scoring a touchdown every week. Can't um, deny it in fantasy. I loved owning him. Yeah. And I saw the stack with DJ Moore. I was like, why not? Like, I'll take the flyer on, on Dustin Fields. It's not something I usually go with. Get your stack. Looking back, I, I'd go Herbert here. And I was really hoping Calvin really would. You wouldn't have had a stack there. either way. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even realize that while we were drafting. Oh, boy. See, this is, we're shaking the rust off. First, first mock draft of the season. Um, but I don't hate Justin Fields there. Start off the seventh round. Um, I went Darren Waller. Uh, we talked about Darren Waller a little bit last week as well. Um, I love his situation in Green Bay or in Green Bay in New York. Um, he's a giant now. I love his situation here. I think that he'll be the top pass catcher in the offense, and I think that there's a chance that he could return close to what his 2019 season looked like, where he was the tight end too. So falling to me at the 708, I have DeAndre Swift. I have. Dave Montgomery is my starting running back duo, probably one of the weaker duos in the league. Um, according to the fan, we did this on fantasy pros and they spit out like analytics and they rank each positional group. Mine, my starting running backs are ranked the 11th best so second, <laughs> second worst. So I needed a running back here and I got Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I took him over Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, extrapolate Pacheco's stats from the last eight weeks of 2022 over a full 17 game season, 1,349 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. I'm okay with him as my RB three Kansas city's offense will score a lot. I like Pacheco in 2023. Yeah. And they've got no real additions either. So, I mean, I, I like the pick too. I think it's good value in the seventh. My worst pick came in the eighth round. Again, I'm still I I still have no faith in my art running back core. Uh, pretty weak, no heavy hitters in it. So I took James Cook, whereas I should have taken Khalil Herbert. Both have a lot of competition in the red zone, but Herbert's volume will be greater than James Cook. So not that good of a pick on my end. Yeah, um, and I'm still thin at receiver. I mean, my I have three receivers at this point: Mike Williams, C. Lamb, DJ Moore. Um, I took the shot on Elijah Moore to close out the eighth round. I think that there's opportunity in Cleveland. I think that he could easily be the wide receiver two in the offense, beating out DPJ for that position. Um, and I think that Deshaun Watson will play, if not much better, at least to a degree, he'll be better than he was last year. Uh, could be very valuable. It was a cheap cost. Um, at worst, I have a decent bench receiver. Um, and then at the 901 to start off the next round, I took Khalil Herbert, someone that you definitely should have taken over you, James Cook. You bastard. He fell back to me. I loved it. I, he could easily be the, the top running back in this offense with Foreman. Um, apparently, I just like stacking up on Bears, which is not a good, <laughs> not a good thing to do. A little over-concentrated there. Yeah, I have the whole Bears offense, but it was, I got it at a cheap cost. So we'll see how that works out with this team. I just don't like Herbert's red zone competition with Justin Fields and Deontay Foreman vulturing those goal line touches for him. That's why I went James Cook. But uh, again, not good rationale. You have Josh Allen. 
and Naheem Hines mm-hmm. and Damian Harris there now. Uh, so plenty of competition at Buffalo's backfield as Chicago's. Yeah. Ninth round, I my strong three wide receivers, good trio for a three wide receiver league in Cup, Diggs, and Judy. Need a fourth wide out, though. Got to start stacking depth in a position that has a lot of volatility in it. Went Wandell Robinson over all the rookie wideouts. Big fold on my end. Nico Collins, Sky Moore, among the other wide receivers available. Would have much rather had Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnson, but we did this mock so close to the NFL draft that uh, those rookies like weren't anywhere near their true ADP, which is why I fell culprit to drafting Robinson. Still think he might have some value this year, uh, healthy season ahead of him. 10.05, so wrap back around. I have three, or actually I have four running backs, but again, might as well stack in those. Uh, took Leonard Fournette over Alexander Madison and Jameer Gibbs. Both will be much, both will be drafted much earlier come training camp, Madison and Gibbs. Uh, Dalvin Cook might not be a Viking by then. So if Madison is the starting running back in Minnesota, you're looking at a guy that's going to be like a rated as a RB2 at the very minimum, in my opinion. Uh, would rather have Madison or Gibbs over Fournette, but Leonard Fournette, Lenny will still find a home in 2023 and be a solid contributor. Yeah, you were letting guys fall back to me in the end of this draft. I, 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 like, I, I just didn't even bother looking down the draft boards because I figured, oh, the ADPs will be reflected you know, relatively accurately. But no, the rookies weren't on the surface there. Had I, had I not been a bonehead, I would have dug down the draft boards and taken Gibbs probably here. Yeah. Um, I snagged Alexander Madison for me at the end of the 10th round. Again, Dalvin Cook might not be a part of the team. And if that's the case, you're not getting Madison in the 10th round or anywhere remotely close to it. He's probably going to be a round three pick, I would think. Um, but yeah, I snagged him. It's someone else's handcuff. Not my problem. Let me ask you this. Starter... Alexander Madison, no Cook, or Miles Sanders. Alexander Madison. I, th- I think so, too. I think so, too. Even though I'm high on Sanders right now. Um, kick off the 11th round, Elijah Mitchell. Again, I grabbed a handcuff this time for my own guy. You never know with CMC. He's been injury prone his entire career, it feels like. Elijah Mitchell showed similar issues with that, but again, having the handcuff there, I think is it's essential. And Mitchell showed fantasy relevance with CMC in the offense. Like, Eight, 18 carries for 89 yards in their first game yeah, together. He's, first game back from injury. Elijah yeah. Mitchell's a good running back and he was my baby heading into last year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I recall, I recall. And I, I dangled that hot dog above your head with him by dropping him over you just to piss you off. Yeah. Uh, Shot myself in the foot with that pick, but hey, I, I wanted him. 11th round, I still don't have my starting tight end. Probably a strategy that I'm going to go with if I'm not getting Travis Kelsey in the first round or, heaven forbid, the early second. I'm probably going to wait until the dub, double-digit rounds for a tight end. Took Evan Ingram. Again, need my starting tight end. He finished as a tight end six last year. Might as well nab him. Took him over David Njoku and Dalton Schultz. And I'd make the same decision again. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, Evan Ingram, I think I think that he'll eventually rise a little bit from the 11th round. But, I mean, it's tight end. I can't really tell. So 12th round, 12.05, still only four wideouts on my roster. Took OBJ. Give me Lamar's wide receiver one in the 12th round. 
Um, he'll be drafted much higher come draft season just because he has some name value. I mean, we think, ooh, OBJ, shiny new toy in Baltimore's offense. Should, should I say it? Say it should, I feel like I feel bad for people who are listening to this. Here in the same fact, OBJ, 1,000-yard season in 2019 with his offensive coordinator, Todd Monken, everybody. None other than Todd Monken. Um, finish out the 12th round, I snagged Jordan Addison. I love this pick here. Um, give me those rookies. Addison is the rookie wide receiver that I want on all my squads heading into this year. You'll you'll never get him here. No, I won't. I won't. And it's due to the, the role that he can step into. Thielen's out. Another stat we say all the time is the just the vacated targets that Thielen's leaving. I'll 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 spare you the time with that one now. <laughs> um, and then to start the 13th round, I grab another rookie wide receiver. Um, again, I was thin at receiver to start this draft, so I figured I'm going to snag as much guys with potential upside as I can to finish it out. So I grabbed Addison. Now I'm grabbing, grabbing Quentin Johnson. Um, again, give me those rooks. Uh, I really like his opportunity in, in L.A. I mean, it's one of the best offenses in the league. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, one of them is going to get hurt, and I think that he could excel here. Took him over Allen Robinson and JSN, by the I, way. I would say to if I were to redo this draft one, I'd like pay more attention as to where the rookies are falling. And two, I'd rather have Jordan Addison and uh Quentin Johnson over Wandale Robinson and OBJ. <laughs> and I drafted both of those guys ahead of the rookies. So uh my mistake, don't make the same mistake if you're doing mocks or for some reason you're drafting this early. Get those rookies, get them. 13th round needed my well I didn't even need my defense but I took Dallas's defense because they are good and they have a a lot of playmakers on that unit um enough said about them I feel like (laughs) so 14th round still uh stacking wide receivers in these late rounds my philosophy is volatile position gonna have guys that go in the 14th or later rounds that are going to have breakout seasons, or uh, this guy return to his former fantasy value. That's Tim Patrick, cheap sliver of Denver's offense. Also, Jerry Judy insurance. I don't typically stack wide receivers from the same team, but I feel like Tim Patrick's so cheap, and he had two, before his injury, he had two seasons with 50 receptions, 700 yards, so... Great late round ad. A lot of people are going to forget about him. Yeah, we were high on him last year heading into the season, but I mean, injury can't can't predict it. Um, 14th round, finish that out. I took Pittsburgh's defense, of course, best defense in the league, uh, best <laughs> team ever. Um, and then to start the 15th round, I grabbed another rookie wide receiver, Zay Flowers. I got, I think, three rookie wide receivers now. I love it. Um, there's a good chance that I got the wide receiver one on the Ravens, not calling. Um, <laughs> so leave that at that. Yeah, I definitely like your trio of rookies better than my <laughs> back end trio of wide receivers. I feel like my guys are scrubs in comparison to your shiny new toys. Um, but hey, come two, three weeks down the road when we redo this, I'll be scooping them suckers up before you. I know. You got to target these late round wide receivers, rookies, late round rookies. So I punted tight end to the double digit rounds. And most people who do that just leave their draft with their starting tight end and they streamed the position throughout the year. However, I doubled down at the position. I took Zach Ertz. He was a top five tight end before his injury last year. I still see him as a sturdy target with and without and or without. 
Kyler Murray. 16th round. Uh, I'm not even going to say this. We took kickers in the 16th round. I took Brandon McManus, whatever. I took Chris Boswell. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh. So your rationale is Pittsburgh bias. Mine was McManus in Denver's high-powered offense. Oh, yeah. Um, so just to recap my roster, starting quarterback, Jalen Hurts, got the QB1 on my team. Running backs, DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery. Uh, trio of wide receivers in a three-wide receiver league. I think I boast the best trio here. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Jerry Judy, starting tight end, Evan Ingram, meh. Flex, Isaiah Pacheco, I like it. Uh, I I was rated like the second worst team in this draft by the analytics, but screw them. They don't know what they're talking about. I really like my team. I got some ballers there. Let's go to the highest rated team, according to that, <laughs> oh. according to Fantasy Pros. Um, yeah, my quarterback, Justin Fields, running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams, um, I almost said Rondell Moore, DJ Moore, um, tight end Darren Waller, and my flex, I could rotate Khalil Herbert, Elijah Moore, um, my rookies, as we mentioned, I have a ton of them, Jordan Addison, Clint Johnston, whoever works out. I like both of our teams. Yeah. Um, so you can watch this mock draft, how it unfolded live, uh, see us fumbling over our picks in live time on YouTube. Our YouTube is Wagney Fantasy. Otherwise, you caught the whole recap here.